This is Empower You with Pam Hotman from the Hotman Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Pam provides her clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here's Empower You with Pam Hopman. Hello and welcome back to Empower You. My name is Pam Hopman from the Hopman Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, give us a call at 520-326-1625 or visit us online at thehopmangroup.com. And while at my website, click on the radio pad page excuse me, to check out past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Though the pandemic has changed the economy in both temporary and permanent ways, it hasn't dampened the dream of homeownership for plenty of Americans. During today's show, we're going to look at some of the reasons you should buy a home, as well as why homeownership may not be a wise financial move for everyone. I landed on today's topic after coming across a really interesting article from The Balance, Eight Reasons to Buy a Home. The first reason you may want to buy a home is because of the simple pride of ownership. That pride comes from knowing that because it's your house, it's your rules. Want to paint the kitchen walls hot pink? It's your call. Want to build a full wall of built-in shelves to display your Star Wars action figure collection? Nobody's stopping you. The pure joy of home ownership is the main reason people will buy a home. Once you own the place, that long list of rules that comes with renting goes right out the window. Most importantly, when you own a home, it's a clear signal that you're putting down your roots and that makes you and your family feel more secure. And when it comes to your finances, your home may increase in value over time, which may create future equity. Let's talk a bit more about appreciation because it's clearly something many people are banking on when they purchase a home. Although the real estate market can ebb and flow just like any other financial market, housing values do generally appreciate over time. A good tool when you're house shopping is the Federal Housing Finance Agency's House Price Index Tool, which is available on their website. With it, you can track the history of home values in a given community and neighborhood. Another possible upside of home ownership is mortgage interest deduction. In fact, depending on your circumstances, you may even be able to view your home as something of a tax shelter because tax rates tend to favor homeowners. For some, taking advantage of the mortgage interest deduction can be the driving force behind the decision to dive into home ownership. You should also be aware that to fully utilize the interest and property tax deductions, you'll need to itemize your deductions. Because of the increased standard deduction that kicked in with the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, some homeowners may determine that the standard deduction is a better strategy. In other words, you may not be able to take the interest, so that shouldn't be the driving factor in buying a home. The key is to keep your mortgage balance below the price you paid for your home, because that way your mortgage interest is entirely deductible if you itemize on your tax return. Remember, for a considerable bulk of the time you're paying off your mortgage, interest is the largest element of your monthly payment. 
it is also true that a homeowner can deduct some of their property taxes. IRS Publication 530 is a great resource for new homeowners, and it explains that in general, you can deduct your state and local property taxes. We should also note that many homeowners pay their property taxes within their monthly mortgage payments. That's all if you itemize. You have to itemize in order to take advantage of the interest deduction and the property tax deduction. Let's also talk a little bit about the capital gains exclusion for homeowners. If you've lived in your home for a minimum of two out of the last five years when you sell it, you can exclude as much as $250,000 for an individual and $500,000 for a married couple of the profit from the capital gains. Additionally, you don't have to buy a replacement home or upgrade. You can use this exclusion on your taxes every two years, which essentially means you could sell a home every two years and enjoy the profits with some limitations, without taxes. And here's another benefit of home ownership. If you make more money when you sell your home than is allowable within the exclusion, that money will be categorized as a capital gain as long as you've owned your home for more than a year. And that benefits your wallet because capital gains are taxed preferentially compared to standard income tax, which may mean that even if your sale price exceeds the exclusion, your tax bill may, not, may be smaller than you think, or not as large as you think. Now let's look at some reasons why you shouldn't buy a home. Another article from The Balance, Why You Shouldn't Buy a House, has some really keen insights that I think will be helpful for some of our listeners. The first reason is not having a down payment. That reason can probably be categorized as good old-fashioned common sense. Unless you qualify for a VA loan or a first-time homebuyers program, you're going to need a down payment that can range from roughly 3.5% of the sales price for an FHA loan to at least 10% of the sales price for a conventional loan. And remember, if you put less than 20% down, you're probably going to have mortgage insurance premiums added to your payment every month. Your credit plays a major role in your ability to buy a home. If your credit score is south of 620, you might find it very hard to find a lender willing to do business with you. And if you f do find one, it's quite possible that your interest rate and fees will be astronomical. Obviously, a higher interest rate means a higher monthly mortgage payment. FHA loans are slightly more permissive, with credit scores of 580 still sometimes qualifying. In fact, as the article notes, nearly 20% of all home buyers have credit scores below 600. While bad credit might not be completely disqualifying, it's likely to make your path to home ownership a little more challenging. A high debt ratio is another potential hurdle to home ownership. Though lenders are often changing their standards when it comes to debt ratios, the percentage you're left with when you divide your monthly debt payments by your monthly income should hit the sweet spot of about 43% or less. If your current debt is gobbling up more than half of your monthly income, you probably aren't in a position to add a monthly mortgage payment to the mix. Before buying a home, you should ask yourself two questions. Am I happy in my current job? And do I think my current job is stable? Here's the third reason why you might not wanna buy a home. If you have any inkling that your job might not be there months down the road, you should avoid saddling yourself with a mortgage. 
As the balance explains, foreclosure listings are full of people who are in that position because they lost their job. When you don't have a job, something has to give when it comes to your expenses. Buying groceries to put food on the table and putting gas in the car to drive to job interviews are often prioritized before paying the mortgage, thus beginning a difficult cycle to break. It's important for people to not succumb to the mythology of the American dream and buy a home before they're ready. Waiting a few more years and spending that time working with a financial services professional to strengthen your financial strategy can help make a world of difference. I think another good sign that you should keep renting is traveling a lot, whether it's for business or pleasure. While condos are often considered a good financial move for people who are on the road a lot, the reality is you're still paying a homeowner's association fee that's due every month, regardless if you're able there to use the amenities that the fee covers. If you enjoyed our show today, visit thehopmangroup.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And finally, if you want more information on what we discussed today, give us a call at 520-326-1625. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to Empower You. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Pam Hopman at the Hopman Group. Call 520-326-1625 or visit them online at thehopmangroup.com. Advisory services are offered by PGH Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through the Hopman Group, LLC, an affiliated company. PGH Advisors, LLC, and the Hopman Group, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.